Hi, and welcome to the She's a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Louise, and this podcast is going to be brought to you every single week. If you're a Christian and you're looking for some great community, then we hope that this podcast makes you feel like you've nipped round to your pal's house for a cup of tea and a chinwag, and that you go away feeling even more excited and more aware of God's goodness, his love for you and his protection over you. If you aren't a Christian or you know some Christians, but they're a bit weird, maybe you're not even sure that God exists, maybe you're seeking, then this is a great place for you too. Come along, tune in, and we hope that you go away feeling encouraged and uplifted, hearing testimonies of goodness from people from all walks of life. Tune in. I don't really know what I'm doing, but does anyone? And let's do this together. Hi, and welcome along to season one, episode one of the She's a Christian podcast. My name is Louise, and I will be coming to you every single week, dropping a new episode on a Sunday. And the format of these episodes are going to be a mix of heavily leaning towards interviews with other Christian women and a little bit mixed in with just myself. Now, I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself and my journey um, around how I became a Christian. And then I will be sharing a little bit more about where this podcast came from in terms of why I wanted to do it and what my hope and vision for it is. So my name is Louise, I'm 38 years old, I live over in Scotland, I live with my husband, we actually just sold our home so we live with my parents during the week and his parents during the weekend until we have our new house and we have three little kiddies so we've got a six-year-old, a three-year-old and a baby who actually just turned one. I run my own business, I my background is in, my degree was in marketing and economics and I was in the workplace and very early on decided I absolutely hated it. I worked for some pretty cool brands, always in FMCG space, so fast moving consumer goods. And they were pretty bog standard, boring jobs. And I've always, since going into the workplace as a graduate, realised that I was going down the wrong path. I absolutely prayed for something different. I've always felt like there was a career out there or a job out there that would make me kind of want to get out of bed in the morning and be excited to go off to my workplace that felt more purpose-driven. And 12 years ago, that prayer was answered and I've been working for the same company ever since. So I work for a B Corporation and they are absolutely amazing. And to say that being aligned with them and running my own business has categorically changed my life would not be an overstatement. But something that is obviously bigger and much more important than any job or role or family or life setup is the fact that I am a Christian. It's not part of my life, it is my life. It is the thing, it is the belief system that underpins absolutely everything. Now I grew up in a Christian household so I have no tale of being at life's you know lowest of the low and calling out to God and being plucked from a, a bad situation that I do not have a story to share. In that way, I was raised in a Christian household with totally normal, secure, lovely family. <laughs> I would always, since I could talk or think independently, have ticked the Christian box on a form. I've always known a God existed and I've always would have identified as a Christian. But in the summer between P7 and high school, I was 12 years old, at the end of a summer camp, I made the decision to step up and really make that independent decision to become a Christian and to really 
take that faith on as my own. And I remember that moment like it was yesterday. I remember standing there gripping a wooden pew in front of me. I remember that the room that was in a church was quite dark. I remember the graffiti that was had been scrawled in probably with a penny or a pencil into the wooden pew. Um, I remember what I was wearing. I remember how I was feeling. And I remember thinking, oh, like, if I go forward and light this candle, that's what they'd said. They'd said, you know, if any of you guys feel like this Christian life is the life you want to live, you know, you don't get it by lighting a candle, but the lighting of the candle is your way of just taking a bold step of faith and saying, I'm going to do that. Um, there's no magic candle. Um, that felt really embarrassing. And I remember standing there thinking, oh, this is so embarrassing. There's people watching me. But something took over. And I walked up and lit that wee candle. And that was a really clear point for me in my life where I took this faith on as my own. I went to high school and looking back now, I think, what a wee rock star. I was so single-minded. I was such a, a strong-minded person and um, I wasn't swayed by any opinion. I wasn't, um, I wasn't like tempted to do things that I didn't want to do. I was just really solid girl, like totally single-minded in a good way. I was a Christian. This is the life I wanted to live. Jesus loved me and he had the absolute best, best life for me. So I then went on to university and that is where I probably began to form this very religious blueprint for how I was then to view God and really what I believe Christianity was. And the reason for that is that I was 18, 19, 20, like I was you know, at uni for four years. I was going along to church and listening to the sermon like a grown-up girl does, right? I wasn't falling asleep or, um, you know, when I was wee, we'd climb under the pews and play with our toys. I was actually sitting and taking it in. I was reading books. I was reading blogs. I was, you know, things um, like YouTube and um, Spotify. I'm not sure it was Spotify, Napster maybe would come out and I was listening to music and I was listening to Christian music and I was following these these people. And whereas being a little girl, my view of Christianity came from my mum and dad and um, what I knew, they, they were, they'd be like, Jesus loves you. He thinks you're amazing. And you've like, he has the best plans and the best life for you. That's the way we should always stay, right? That good expectation of God. When I got a bit older, and began to research, if you like, this faith that I'd chosen to live. Um, and I began to take on something in addition to the Bible, to the written word of God. And that was something that can be great, but probably should always be taken and um, digested with caution. And that is the opinion of others and other people's view of who they think God is spoken as if it's the way. So what I mean by that is, in short, I became religious. And I became religious because I began to view this God as a do good, get good transaction. Like I was dealing with a good, good, get good transaction. I was pleasing God. I wanted to please God. I wanted to serve 
God. I wanted to do all the things, all the religious gymnastics in order, like input, in order to output, have a God who was pleased with me. And by default, I would get the good things. Okay, so this is a religion that I had fallen into as an adult. I'd never did this as a wee girl. I was like, God loves me. Jesus loves me. He thinks I'm amazing. And because of that, I'm just flowing in this natural, like, I am, I am good. But when I began to, you know, go along to youth group or, you know, read, the, read all the blogs and read all the books and not, not protect my mind and not do my due diligence against what does the word of God say about this, I began to live this heavy laden life. So I was a Christian, but it began to feel heavy. I began to feel like I was dragging it along and I began to develop this self-loathing and I'm not good enough, um, I will never be good enough, exhausted Christianity. The kind of Christianity where you go to bed at night and you lie on your pillow and you think, if I was to die tonight, would I go to heaven or would I go to hell? I'll see all the stories and repent, 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 repent on my pillow tonight and I'll get up and I'll try again tomorrow. But of course, by tomorrow, by 10 minutes after I'd woken up, I'd already thought ill of someone. I'd already done something maybe that a Christian, you know, shouldn't do because I was living a religious life. And I'll get more into that as the episodes go on. But what that meant was I was living under a do good, get good transaction. My opinion of God was poor. I thought God needed something from me and that I had to be good, 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 do all the things, 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 keep the Ten Commandments, perform, be on the rotas, be at the youth group, be the happy clappy, be on the front row of church, be reading 10 pages more than the next person read their Bible every single day. And if I dropped a ball, that was it. I was done. Start again. How exhausting is that? Because we can never do that through our whole, our, our human effort, right? We can never, ever do it. I was putting the apple cart before the horse. And actually, what I want to share with you on this podcast either you're a tired Christian, a Christian that's like, this is exhausting, or you're someone that's put off by Christianity because you just think churches are museums for good people. And, you know, I can never be like all those, you know, people. But I'm here to tell you that the, the, the true message of Jesus is that you must put the horse before the apple cart. And that is that Jesus is a good God who absolutely adores you. And once I understood that and seen myself as God seen me, so as a Christian, God sees me as fully righteous. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Big words. Promised you I'd never use big words. When I said I'm going to be a Christian, like Jesus, I believe in you. I believe in what the Bible says about you. I became a Christian. And had I just sat and thought, about how much God loved me and his view of me, then naturally that grace would flow. And it was when I met my best friend, Dana, 
and she told me about Grace. I must have been like early 20s, mid 20s. Everything changed. When she told me about the real Jesus and Grace, it was like someone had unzipped my head, opened my skull, taken my brain out, turned it around and put it back in. And being a Christian went from feeling like that, because religion kills and suffocates and will destroy you, to feeling this light weightlessness. Because Jesus, grace, had me. And from that moment that that, that penny dropped and I realised I'd been viewing Christianity upside down, my life got better overnight. And I began to just get up every day and just be like so thankful for my salvation. And I began to become more patient, more loving, more peaceful, more joyful. Um, I would have more integrity. I would be um, all those things. The Bible calls them fruits of the spirit, right? Because you've got, you're a Christian. You're, you then, one of the, the gifts that you get to enjoy as a Christian is the, the overflowing of all these good things, you know, through you and out into your life. And all the stuff that I'd like struggled to grasp onto or be enough of before, when I thought I was just trying to please God and trying to do enough stuff to win his grace and favour, once I understood I had it, I had it the minute I accepted Jesus to come and be in control of my life, all the rest of it flew. So I had the apple cart and I took the horse from behind. I shoved it on in front. And the horse was my opinion and my understanding of how good Jesus is. And then after that, everything flowed. And I just so often think that somewhere along the line, you know, we, there's people sharing Christianity as a burdensome, they don't share it as a burdensome thing, but the way that it's received, people think they have to do all the good things to win the favour of Jesus, to get to the starting line, to be a Christian, and then life is great. When in actually, you can come to God as a broken disaster of a human being who has absolute self-loathing, who doesn't believe that they are worthy of a single good thing. And you can sit there and say, Jesus changed my life. And he will. The Bible actually describes good works. So bringing things to Jesus in order to please him, in order to, you know, win his favour as filthy rags. I know that's such a disgusting thing to say, um, but that's actually what the Bible describes it as, right? Because Jesus just wants to give you the gift that he has for you that's been paid. You know, the cross thing that Jesus, that Christians talk about was paid on the cross. That's a free gift. And you, if you haven't done so already, as a human being, get to come along with nothing in your hands. There's nothing that you can bring him, right? Like, don't insult him by being like, I'm on the Wednesday rota. I do the crash. Don't insult him by bringing those things to him, right? As a bargaining tool, come to him with nothing and say, Jesus, I, I just, I, I take, I just want everything that you've got for me. 
I want salvation and I want to follow you with my life. And he will lavish upon you all his good things. And you will find that your life, when you start off your Christian journey or you make your Christian journey into like the real deal, you will have a life overflowing with peace. Nothing can take it away from you. No pandemic, no annoying boss, no annoying husband, no annoying wife, no aggravating kids, no you know money worries, no health worries. Nothing will take away the peace that Jesus gives you. Love, okay? You will be overflowing with love for others, even the most annoying, aggravating people, because Jesus loves you and you're like, it's this it's like an overflow and joy. Are my days always joyful? Are my days always peaceful? Are my days always loving? Absolutely not. But when I stop and say, hang on a minute, that's not my life. That's not the truth. Those, you know, this is a narrative that I'm telling myself that this day is bad or, you know, I have to be grumpy here. What is the truth? Refocus. Jesus, I am a Christian. Therefore, I get supernatural levels of peace, love and joy. I feel it coming back. So I hope that doesn't sound too kind of complicated or weird. And, but basically what I just want to come on and say is, I just want to share with you that I've been a Christian since I was a wee girl, 12 years old, and it was full of life and full of joy. As I became an adult, I began to get this very warped sense of Jesus, this angry God that was like waiting for me to trip up, a God that worked on a do good, get good transaction. And when I actually sat down and went, you know, an angel with skin on, a real life angel, Dana, came into my life and told me about grace. I seen her live it in her life. You know, she didn't like sit down with a textbook and make me study grace, but I seen her live out grace. Uh, that changed everything for me. And my faith became this weightless, flowing, joyful, amazing thing. And off the back of that, off the back of turning around my view of Jesus, turning around my view of God, came all the character traits and all the bits of myself that I liked. They began to get more of, more of, more of. Things that used to feel like they were strangling me around the neck began to just break off. And that's what I want to share with you. And that's what I want to share to this podcast. That brings me on to my third point. So I've introduced myself, I've shared my Christian journey. And then the third point being, why did I want to do this podcast? Is because I just think there are so many people out there that think Christianity is something that it's not. And probably don't realise how wonderful it is to be a Christian. To, you know, in this uncertain world, to have something to stand on that's solid as opposed to you know some of the things the world offer us that we keep on kind of grasping for more and more but there's nothing to catch on to I just want to share that as your friend Louise who hasn't lost her nut isn't a religious weirdo you know isn't a bible basher I want you know even if one person listens to this and thinks huh maybe she's onto something maybe I'm gonna find a church and go along or reach out to her and say can you pray with me or for me or really you know go and find a bible and open it right if one person does that 
that's amazing. And I really hope that over the course of however long these podcasts go on for, that the people I bring in to interview, I've got people lined up who are un- like philanthropists, entrepreneurs, people who, you know, are the quiet people just doing life-changing things behind the scenes that nobody would even necessarily know. I've got people from all walks of, you know, life. Um, I was chatting to my hairdresser yesterday and saying like, you come on, you've got a great story to tell. I hope that through all these stories and journeys and of course having a laugh along the way, because what is life without a laugh, that you can start to build up a picture of humans who you probably walk past in the street every single day but who are not of this world and what I mean by that is they have a hope in an eternal home simply put when we die we actually believe that we go to heaven and that is not a pleasant platitude that you write on someone's Facebook wall when someone they know dies or you see on Adobe's fridge magnet that is fact As a Christian, I believe that, you know, once I'm done on this earth, which is not my eternal home, hence why I don't sweat the small stuff, I am going to heaven forever. And even coming out of my mouth, I'm like, that's like a little bit batshit crazy to think about that. But it's true. That is what Christians believe. And that is why I believe that God has given me a voice and a platform and I'm so privileged I have access to like microphone and tech and the ability to you know pay someone to help me get these out there. I want to use those resources for good and I really hope that you stick around. Maybe you have been brought up a Christian and it's been maybe just something that you tick on a box like what are you you know are you a Christian? And it's for you, it's, well, I go to church on Sunday or I go to church on Easter. And yeah, I kind of vaguely believe there's a God. I want to bring it alive for you because I can honestly tell you that ticking that box and being like, yeah, I'm probably a Christian is like going to the sweetie shop where everything is free, but you just stand outside and you pee in. Okay. The actual fact is you have access to the, like, everything you know all the gifts of God all the blessings of God maybe you have been you know in a church for years and years and you know having made that step of faith and there's people in the church who have hurt you and the church has not been a nice place for you to be and I've 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 totally been there through seasons of my life and wishing like I just wish I had like Christian friends around me who like nice decent people that's a lonely experience and maybe this podcast can be your virtual community like drop me a note I'll be your pal um or maybe you're seeking and you think you know what I keep going down all these things that the world's trying to offer me we see it everywhere right now like manifest your best life or you know you're in control of this that and the next thing or um, follow this like this will get you happiness whether it's alcohol or drugs or this certain lifestyle or that amount of money or you know this level of success or this you know level of notoriety or these amount of letters after your name 
some of that stuff that I just mentioned are great things and blessings. Some of it is just fast track to darkness. But I do think that in this crazy world right now, that there's a hope out there that is Christianity. And if I can be a tiny, tiny part of playing a role in saying, I swear I'm not a nut job, I'm quite normal. And being a Christian is my, it is life, not even a part of my life, is life. And one person experiences that, happy days. But I'm going to leave this podcast here for now. Please follow along. Please subscribe. <laughs> leave a review if you want. Don't leave a one star review. Maybe like wait a few weeks in before you're that harsh. Be a bit nicer. Throw me a bone. Um, connect with me. I have an Instagram that's a bit more up and running these days. Um, and what I'm going to be doing is if you want to subscribe to the podcast, leave your email. And I'm going to be sending out a weekly newsletter, whatever you want to call it, musings. The first thing I'm going to be emailing out to those who subscribe are some Bible promises that every day I have to get up and daily remind myself about, right? You know, I wake up in the morning and I'm like, dear Lord, please don't let me lose the plot today at my children. Please let me get out the door. And it's a it's a daily thing, right? Getting up, got a laminated page, I'm up near my bathroom and I'm like just saying these promises of God. I'm like, this is my starting block to the day. Get myself into the right frame of mind and remember who I am, how Christ sees me and I can have a wonderful day and I can have victory over these things. And because I am a Christian, the promises in the Bible, which are sometimes written in funny ways, right? I'm going to send them out in not using all the bigger words because I don't know about you, but I struggle with bigger words myself. They are mine. Like they are mine to live out and they are anyone else who's a Christian and a believer. They are theirs to live out. And that's a really exciting thing. So I'm going to be sharing out, share, emailing out those this week, some Bible promises that every day I can't get enough of because I want the best that life has to offer. Um, and I, I, I want to go through my day, you know, feeling like and being my best self. So thank you so much for being on this podcast. Um, I need to go and do the scale run. And I can't wait to get more out. I'm going to be doing some batch recording um, whilst my hair is washed. <laughs> um, you know, you know how it goes. And I cannot wait for you to see who we've got lined up to be on these episodes. So take care. Have a blessed week. And we'll see you soon. Hi, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. So if you haven't already, please subscribe and leave a review or even email me with anything you think I could do to make this podcast better. I'm totally open to hearing feedback and ideas. Every single week, I am emailing out a bit of an encouraging newsletter. These are going to change every week. Sometimes it's going to be thoughts that God has put in my heart. Sometimes it's going to just be maybe a series of funny stories or life hacks or things that I find helpful. Either way, it's a great way for us to connect and I would love to have you on the subscribers list. So make sure to do that. Have a lovely week praying for God's protection over you as you just go about your business and I'll see you again. Bye.